0: In the flesh? Well, I, mean, no, I can't see in the, in, in the voice
1: over a phone, we're Yeah, I'm back together with you and with other people that listen to this. Why they do, I still don't understand.
0: Are you in your office at work right now?
1: Yeah, that's where I usually record at my work so, office.
0: So to make things real sad, less than 24 hours ago, I was on the other side of the window that's right in front of you.
1: What? what yeah. Are you, what, why aren't but, you there but, now?
0: but no one was there. And so I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I left my
1: way home from my vacation.
0: I saw the, uh, I saw the vending machine. That's just asking to be vandalized. That's it's already been vandalized. <laughs> the front's kicked in. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. That was crazy. No, we did for anyone who knows the area so yesterday. We were in town for a couple of days and I knew that you were coming. Like I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't going to reach out to you cause I knew you were on your way back from somewhere and, and, it was all kind of last minute and stuff, but um we uh on the last day we're like, Oh, what are we gonna do before we leave town? And then someone was like, Hey, do you wanna go kayaking? And I was like, Oh yeah, I've never <laughs> no, gone kayaking. Yeah. That sounds safe. Let's do it. And so um without a proper kayaking paddle or any previous kayaking knowledge, uh, or a life preserver we got well, in the that's river. Smart. <laughs> Um and we did a run that you and I have done we we yeah. got in at, at old bridge road and and went all the way. yeah,
1: but we back into we also
0: it. didn't do it in a
1: kayak or with proper paddles either.
0: no rubber dinghy but <laughs> yeah, that way and that dinghy, was a that long was, that was a long that's trip. another story altogether <laughs> that was a, that was a long leg of the river and it was really only just the beginning of that day <laughs> like, yeah. that was a, that was that was something. so anyways. Hello and welcome to the Movie Men podcast.
1: The B Team.
0: How's that feel? Back again. I kind of miss it a little bit. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is the news show, and it's not just necessarily the last week of news. And kind of been doing a little cherry picking here and there, um, in order to fill the void or fill the gap from the last news episode. We did one while Carl was away, Mike, Mike Wilson joined us two weeks ago. Um, and we sort of ran down some, some fun stuff, uh, which you said you've listened to most of, which I'm glad because that means I don't need to get you caught up <laughs> on anything. Um, so yeah, yeah. Let's just, you want to just do it? Should we just do it?
1: Yeah, sure. Hey, before we dive in, yeah. let's, uh, do, do you want want to do the the thing i was talking about we, messaging over just before? i
0: remember on. you saying we should do something yeah, and i remember saying right. that yes we should now i don't so remember what it was what was i don't i know we've talked before
1: about like we should have segments like the marvel segment and the dc segment star wars and whatever right right well i don't know like this does seem like a segment <laughs> kind of cuz it's different but I get these emails and notifications on my phone for these different kind of news websites that are kind of geeky, but they're not geeky in what we normally talk about in terms of uh, comic book and a video or sorry movie comic booky kind of okay. news. It they're they're more geeky in that it's like. Tech, new tech developments, new uh, science okay. develop, uh, developments, uh, space developments, really kind of geeky stuff. Not most of which I don't fully understand, so I k- kind of just briefly sk- skim the pages, but and the articles I don't usually fully read them. But anyway, this is something that I think we're yeah we're gonna give this a go. And we're gonna see how it goes. We'll do a little geeky thing. That's not movie news related to kind of okay. get people geeky and people like it. Keep doing it. If not, I don't know what we'll call it. Maybe we'll call it the non-movie geek segment. I don't know. But anyway.
0: So what is it we're doing? You're just going to so, tell me about
1: some this cool is, tech? I'm going to tell you about. So, so uh, have you ever thought about how you're going to be, be uh, your body will be disposed of when you die?
0: Yes, I have.
1: Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? What do you want? Uh,
0: I don't know. I mean, for the longest time, I was always just, like, I'm a very traditional person. And for the longest time, so the longest time, I was just like, no, I want, like, the casket and the ground with the tombstone, right. like, blah, blah, blah. Then I, I've sort of warmed up, kind of, <laughs> pardon the pun, to the idea of cremation. Yeah. Um, I don't like, I, I was watching this thing where this guy was talking about different um, it was like the, you know, they've got like the tech support and the chess support and that whatever that YouTube channel is that does, right. they bring in an expert to just answer like Twitter questions. Um, and so there's one I watch, they frequently have this mortician on and he, he talks about a bunch of things. Um, and he was saying, although it's kind of a fun, cute, cool idea, there is nothing in your Like the people who do the, I'm going to be buried under a tree and I'm going to feed the tree and the tree will be, that's, that's BS. It's, is total BS. There's nothing in your body that like, it's not a thing. Um, and so anyways, I think what I would like, and this is a pipe dream because it's super expensive and it's not like, it's just not viable. But I like th- I like the crypt idea. I like the Ooh. idea of like that building Your body in-, being in a crypt. Yeah, in the, like still enclosed. You mean like in- mummified, kind of? Or- no, well, not no. necessarily. It's just that like you know maybe I'm still in a casket, right? But instead okay. of in the ground, it's you're, you're in, a in a building behind like a concrete a plaque type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I like very the whole sa- crypt. Very Sarah
1: Connors. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Well, and, and there will be assault weapons and whatever buried yes. with me yeah. just in case. Just yeah. in
1: case. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, this article from uh, the website Interesting Engineering, which I get a lot of these uh, notifications for articles, uh, talks about a new way that they're developing to cremate a body so you mentioned like the fire cremation being buried different ways i mentioned mummification you mentioned the whole tree thing which is caught on a little bit well there's this new way that they're looking into cremating bodies using water instead of fire and uh, they have coined it where is it uh it's really cool um i'm just trying to (laughs) i'm so prepared i have to be more prepared for this segment in the future too uh yeah (laughs) no shit um oh where did it go aquamation okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you could have your body aquamated or using aquamation and it uses alkaline hydrolysis to dispose of the human body and the remains instead of fire and it like dissolves all your body and all your bones i don't i'm not going to read into the article anymore to figure out what they do with the water or whatever. But is that like, is, is another way to, to be have your body cremated if you want? I think that's kind of cool.
0: Well, I think that might be it, why Dasani has that taste. That oh
1: likes. yeah. Maybe they're
0: reselling. Yeah. 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 I have also always thought that's cool. I, I have also always thought like, is, I think if I do go, cause then there's the second question. If you go the cremation route, then there's the second question of like, well, but then what are done, what's done with your remains? Right. Right. And then there's, I think it, I don't want to live on some person's mantelpiece. I think that's weird. Um, I think if I am cremated, then I want to be mixed in with fireworks. And, oh, that
1: would be so cool. Just yeah. blowing up and sh- sprinkled down on everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like, Oh, here know. we go. Here we go.
1: The, the article says, the liquid left behind after the process is a sterile mixture of organic compounds, including salts and amino acids, that can be used as fertilizer. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's bullshit, though. From what I've well, heard, I think, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, a lot of these different ways of cremating your body... Like they'll have some positives. Like, this is supposed to be 90% less energy, use 90% less energy than a flame cremation. Yeah. Which also produces a lot of carbon and all that other stuff. Oh, it sure does. But I mean, like, this has got to have some negative environmental side effects potentially or monetary. Like, there's definitely going to be a monetary
0: <laughs> side effect. I, to I think having, the only uh, one that doesn't. Cremation. I think the only one that doesn't have the negative is is they were also saying that, like, there are some countries or some cultures around the world, um, like, even, like, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> even, like, modern, like, first world countries, um, where they do the in-ground burial, but they don't, like, they just forego the casket or the coffin, and you're just put in a hole in the ground and yeah. the ground just. And so I think really like the only, in, like the closest you could get to being like a, a um cheap and environmentally sound clothing. way of doing it would yeah. be, yeah. To stick a body in the ground. Um, I, I get the body would have to be naked, I guess, because the clothes and the dyes in your clothes and whatever are probably not super yeah. great for the earth. I don't
1: think we're even allowed to do that though in, North American here. Like I, 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 I would know. imagine that there are probably like bylaws against doing that.
0: Maybe <laughs> they, they did say that one, if you go the cremation route, there is legally no, there are no laws about how you dispose of ashes. Um, because that's essentially all they are. They're just, it's just like burnt bone, right? Yeah. Cause everything else is gone at that point. And so they were saying, like, yeah, you can literally, if someone's cremated, you can like go to a public park and just spring, and there's no laws against disposing of human remains that way. It's weird. Right. It's weird. Cool. So anyway, so. All right. Weird news in the
1: rest of the world. Geeky news in the rest of the world.
0: Let's (laughs) do this. Uh, So uh, we've been talking for a long time about the state of the MCU. And w- What a mess. <laughs> that is a bit of a mess, but one of the things I would say, too, that we've specifically been talking about is that one of the issues with the current state of the MCU is that after um, after Endgame was done, after the, the finale of the Infinity Saga, the MCU... Basically, dumped most of their heavy hitters, right? Like the people who you had knew. Iron Man was gone. Avengers. Yeah, Iron Man was gone for all intents and purposes. Captain America's gone. Hulk's still around, but he's not Hulk anymore. Um, Black Widow's now gone. They've basically now just sort of given with the Hawkeye series, they've given Clint his kind of swan song, right? Like yeah. it, it's, it's, it looks totally different <clears throat> and yeah. not that there's anything like you, uh, you have to do that. You have to, if you're going to continue to do this, you have to change and adapt and, and do whatever else. But there's nobody right now that really like feels like th- that figurehead in the MCU. Yeah, The one that we still have remaining, who is not unchanged from when we first saw him on screen, but is not really changed from how we saw him towards the end of the Infinity Saga, is Thor. Thor is our kind of last heavy-hitting OG that everybody knows. And Thor Ragnarok, most people loved. I know a couple people who don't like Thor Ragnarok couple of people who just a big fan. couldn't get on board with it. But Thor Ragnarok was a fun time. Um, it progressed the character. It changed the character. Thor 11th Thunder was a hot mess. A hot mess. And after it was a hot mess, obviously questions started circulating of like, well, is that, what does that mean for Thor? Right? Like, Because despite what you have planned narratively, sometimes a massive box office flop can change your plans. It can mean that, you know, it's like, well, okay, you know what? Maybe people are over Thor. What in fact, that doesn't necessarily mean people are over Thor. People are just over bad (laughs) Thor movies.
1: Yeah. Thor, the dark world's a great example.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We were able to bounce back from that. Now reports have started circulating. That Thor 5 is in development. Now, this is interesting for a couple of reasons. One, obviously, because it means, uh, you know, that we could be getting another Thor. But also, it seemed sort of... there There was a time where it seemed sort of up in the air as to whether or not Chris Hemsworth was seeing a whole lot of longevity in the character still, if he wanted to keep playing him, if he was ready to sort of hang up the the hammer and the cape and, and move on. Um, But I don't know. It, it kind of makes sense to me if you're going to keep him like until you kill Thor off or until you give a reason why it no longer makes sense that Thor is going to be around then you keep him around. You you know, you don't just like you don't just dump a character and then not talk about it. Do you know what I yeah. mean? You can't
1: just have him st- stop showing up now that he's uh, hanging right. out with a
0: adopted girl. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so uh yeah, Chris Hemsworth was asked about it and he basically said, "Look, I haven't signed anything at the moment." Um and there's no director attached. So because uh, officially Taika Waititi has not been inked to return yet. There's no there's no official announcements about any of that. But he does go on to say, I've got to be careful how I word that. So he was basically asked, like, you know, is it happening? What's going on? I
1: like this quote.
0: (laughs) What's the plan? He says, I have to be careful how I word that because I have no idea what's happening in the next phase. Who does? (laughs) There's always conversations, like with extraction, before anything is official. People are throwing around ideas, but officially, I don't know. I don't want to continue to do it until people are so exhausted that they roll their eyes when they see me come on screen as that character. If an audience wants to see it, and there's something that we believe is exciting and fun, then great. I've loved being able to reinvent that character a few times, I don't have the answer yet, but I would love to try and figure out how we can do that again and keep it a little unpredictable. So yeah, uh, do I think Thor 5 is going to happen? I do. I have no doubt that it's going to happen, um, but it's hard to say right now whether or not this these reports hold any weight or if this is just one of those bullshit, we got this covered style... Um reports where people are like, well, you know, Thor 5 is going to happen. And everyone jumps on it and they go, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. But every so often those reports just happen to be, they just happen to align with something where people go, well, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to happen. So this is a safe report for you to just make up. I don't know. Carl, you hear this. What are your thoughts? A, do you think that there's any validity to the reports that Thor 5 could be in development? And B whether you think it's true or not do you think we're going to get a thor 5 does that make sense that uh, that we would see another thor in the mcu
1: i mean i i read his the quotes there that you read and i'm i'm glad to hear that we're not the only ones who feel like we have no idea what's going on in marvel right, right now <laughs> as far yeah. as like the actual thor films go uh, there's definitely stories to be told there like i mean the comics have been going on for ages now so the in terms of material to draw from there's there's stories to be told like natalie portman's character being th- like a female thor in in the comics she dies but she comes back as a valkyrie right and her character's like this badass valkyrie character so like you could draw something up around that, kind of bring that love interest back. Um I don't know the Thor stories super well, but like there's definitely stories to be told. You could do something with Better A Bill.
0: Um, well, and I was yeah, I was just thinking that. I was like, I remember when Thor like when the MCU was in its early stages. And Thor one, Thor two That era, basically right up until Ragnarok, Um, and then even a little bit within Ragnarok, my opinion of Beta Ray Bill, everyone was like, well, when are we going to get Beta Ray Bill? And I'm like, Beta Ray Bill feels or felt like, like, like it just didn't, the the idea of that character just didn't fit within the universe and on the big screen live action. Like, it just felt like, I don't know how you do that and make it not kind of goofy and weird, um, but now, I mean, especially with Thor: Love and Thunder, I, I feels like Beta Ray Bill would slot in there just, just fine without any issues, without it seeming jarring or strange.
1: Well, we've got like the the Marvel universe is not just encapsulated around Earth now. We've we've spent enough time in space with not only the Guardians of the Galaxy, but now Thor and some other characters that this is. Like, uh, like it'd yeah, be very easy to kind of encapsulate this better a bill character who has got a pretty cool story about he's like, you know, he becomes a champion of his people gifted by Odin to have a Milner style hammer to protect his people as they kind of, I believe if I'm not mistaken, they're either a migratory race that kind of float around on spaceships around the galaxy or they've their their homeworld like was blown up or attacked or something, and it's kind of the way that the Asgardians uh, were at the end of the the um Ragnarok film. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, he it's a cool character. Like, and yep. there's like like I said, there's lots of stories for Thor to draw on from the source material. So there is. I definitely think they could make a, a Thor five. I think Chris Hemsworth would be a could definitely continue to play it. His la the two. I don't know if you've seen the Extraction films, but they're really good action flicks, and he's just like on point with kind of the the action and uh, like he he could he could continue to do this for several years, like like in terms of playing thor i mean oh yeah um so but i don't think you bring taika back no like taika's taika's had his shot like he's he's done he 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 made ragnarok awesome he got a little overzealous and had too much control for uh the other one i think you to, to to like hemsworth was saying to like take thor in a new direction you need new vision and guidance Sure, right. You need you need a new director. Let Taika right? go
0: do a Star Wars movie. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Moving on. Everything in Hollywood right now is a little up in the air. On pause. <laughs> Whether it be the writer strike or the actor strike. I mean, nothing's happening right now. Nobody's shooting anything. Um, everything's getting delayed left, right, and center. And things have gotten kind of quiet in terms of announcements and news and what, because you can't cast anyone right now. You can't, the actors aren't having meetings. Everyone's on strike. There's, there's, yeah. there's, there's no news coming out about who's playing who. However, that has not slowed down the potential rumor mill. Yeah. That for rumor a train, little.
1: You can't stop it. It just keeps spe-
0: going. Specifically, a little film that we may have talked about once or twice in terms of rumors and potential casting called Fantastic 4. And the reason why these rumor mills can still continue is because quite often in Hollywood, I mean the uh, actor strike's been going on for what, 6 weeks, 2 months now, um but quite often these deals and negotiations are made months before we ever find out about them, right? Mm-hmm. And so right. it's it, it you know, the speculation is still there of like, well, maybe Maybe so-and-so was cast before this happened. Like, who knows, right? right?
1: Well, and and even though they're not having official meetings, it doesn't mean they're not, hey, want to go for a drink or let's go for lunch. I got something I want to run by. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now, the one, obviously, at this point, I think we've all conceded to the fact that John Krasinski is not playing Reed Richards. I don't think it's happening.
1: Sadly. I think they've.
0: I think they've ma- made that pretty clear, and I think still the standing kind of rumor or standing theory is that it is in fact going to be Adam Driver playing Reed Richards. Now we haven't seen anything official, but that seems to be the last sort of credible uh, lead that we've gotten, sort of angle that we have on who might be playing Reed Richards. We haven't heard, and we've heard a little bit about Sue Storm, we've heard a little bit about Johnny Storm, haven't heard a lot of rumors about the casting for The Thing, for Ben Grimm, until now. When reports, again, just reports, this is nothing's official, but reports are suggesting that the Andor and Punisher star, as well as many, many other things he's been in, Eben Moss Bacharach may be in line to play the thing in Fantastic Four. Now, if you don't, if if the name Eben Moss Bacharach doesn't, you know, instantly sound familiar <laughs> to you, please look him up because I guarantee you the second he appears on, on your, the image pops up, you're going to go, oh, I know him. And, and, <sighs> right. And then you're going to, then you're going to go to your, and it's the eyes. You're going to look at the eyes. You're going to be like, I know those eyes. <laughs> where, where do I know those eyes from? Um, he's been in lots of things. Right now, he's in the TV series, The Bear. He was just in, uh, he had a small role in the new Jennifer Lawrence comedy, No Hard Feelings. Um, he was great in Andor.
1: Yeah. He was in, cool in Andor.
0: He was in John Bernthal's, he was in 12 episodes of John Bernthal's The Punisher. He's He's been in a bunch of things. Um. And I, I don't know, I think he's great. I love this guy. So I'm all for it. I think, uh, I think that this is, and again, it's just, it's just a casting rumor. Just a report. But if this is, in fact, accurate or holds any validity, then I am all for this. Carl, how familiar are you with Evan Moss Bacharach? And if, familiar with him at all do you think this would be a good choice to play ben Grimm?
1: uh going through his movie bio is pretty much just the punisher and Andor that i've seen him in but he was great in both those shows so i would like in terms of like does he have the look (laughs) what's going to be covered in the thing is a big rock so he's going to be either like he's going to have a very brief role playing the character without CGI or
0: costume
1: and or not then, at all. And, well, I guess it depends on at what point they pick. Yeah. We don't know how line. they're going with this. Yeah. yeah if they, if they don't, if they do the origin story, he'll get to play in yeah. his own skin for a little bit. Like the first act, if that, <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, like, so he doesn't have to look like the thing very much, if at all. But I think, yeah, I think he, he he's a great actor. I think he do do the role justice.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. I I just want. I just yeah. I'm just ready. I'm just ready to know. I'm I'm ready to see who's playing who and what's happening. And I just want to see the movie. It's ultimately what it comes down to. I just want a good Fantastic Four movie. I think it's time. I think we've we've. <laughs>
1: We've we've earned it.
0: <laughs> we've paid our dues. I don't know. We've you know. We're ready. Yeah. We're ready for a good. The world deserves a good Fantastic
1: Four flick.
0: We the sure The world do.
1: deserves yeah, a good Fantastic Four. The world deserves a proper Doctor Doom.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, and the thing some people were you can see fun pictures on the internet right now because he was in. Uh I think a full season of a show called The Girls which is a show that also stars Adam Driver. So people are looking at at screen grabs from that show going is that Is that our Ben Grimm and and Reed Richards right there? Is that? Is that it? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of hope so. I'm just ready for at this point I like I really don't care. Cast anyone. If they come out tomorrow and they're like, "Ah, Jim Carrey's coming out of retirement to play Sue Storm," I'm like, "Okay, I don't see it, but just make the movie." <laughs> like, I just, I just want it. Come on. All right, moving on. James Gunn. Now, James Gunn has been a topic on this show. You and I have talked about James Gunn a lot he did, in light of the DC takeover and the new direction and the reboot is it a reboot. What the hell's happening? Nobody knows, but I have
1: worse. He's, he's been in the, the, the movie men limelight a lot. Yes.
0: (laughs) And, and I have throughout all of that defended James Gunn. I have been in James Gunn's corner. I've said, give the guy a break. He's a fantastic filmmaker. Look at some of the movies he's made. Like, this is is a good thing, it's a good direction, let's just see what happens and watch it unfold. And the DC films, whether you love them or hate them, were financially and critically dead at this point anyways. It needed to change, so calm down. Now, there's a story that's going around and around and around and around and around the internet right now. And they are some unearthed tweets and comments made by James Gunn about the old Batman movies, specifically shitting on my Michael Keaton Batman movies. this and is the only
1: reason this is the only reason we're talking about this piece no no
0: no I no the reason why I want to talk about this is because there's an important part that everybody's missing the important part that everyone's missing if you look at the tweets the images of the tweets you'll see below it says that they are from 11 years ago yeah but that is inaccurate they're actually from much further ago They're from probably 13 or 14 years ago, and I'll get into why, because there's a couple of reasons, but one reason is just to remember that James, that James Gunn, a while ago, after he got fired from Marvel because of old tweets that he had tweeted out years and years and years and years ago, went through and deleted all of his old tweets, and that was several years ago now. Which means that's when these tweets were deleted, which means these screenshots were taken before they were deleted. And that 11 years ago is 11 years ago from the time that these pictures were taken. So this is probably like 13, 14, maybe 15 years ago. Because the other, and the other indicator of this, that these tweets are from probably 2007, 2008 is in one of these tweets. He's talking about the Christopher Nolan Batman films, and he refers to the two. Yeah, the third one hasn't come out. Third one hasn't even come out yet, but this is what James Gunn said. The The Tim Burton Batman is poorly written. The soundtrack is the worst work of everyone involved, and it is absolutely one of the most boring films ever. Not only that, But the reveal of the Joker as the killer of Bruce Wayne's parents spits in the face of Batman's origin and is a nullification of the bottomless thirst for vengeance that necessarily drives Batman. It pretends not to be campy, but it is completely so. And on top of everything, the dark creature of the night can't even move his effing neck. Give me an effing break. It's a ridiculous, awful film. Burton's Planet of the Apes is a genius in comparison. Then he goes on, he's kind of getting in a little bit of a debate with someone online, it looks like. He replies, he says, Hey, Keaton did have a ridiculous voice. That said, I'd rather put up with a ridiculous and I think here this is a mist. I think he's talking about Christian Bale. I think someone I think what's happening is someone's shitting on the Christian Bale Batman films. And so I think what James Gunn is meaning to say here is – and I, I think the person who's shitting on them uses Bale's voice as as an argument, as ammunition. And so I think what – I think there's a typo here. I think what James Gunn means to say is Bale did have a ridiculous voice. That said, I'd rather put up with a, a ridiculous voice – than with horrible action sequences and acting, barely worthy of the Batman TV show. B, I have no idea how you can think that the Burton movie has more similarities with Moore and Miller's Batman and Joker than Nolan's does. And listen, I have problems with both of Nolan's films. I don't think either is a classic, and I don't even really think Batman Begins is good. But they're far superior to the first Batman. C. None of your defenses get by the fact that despite being the first cinematic dark take on Batman, so what? Stallone's Judge Dredd was the first dark take on Judge Dredd, and that movie is awful. And then he goes on and says, oh yeah, and Jack Nicholson as the Joker is Jack Nicholson in the the shining with shitty clown makeup. F you, everyone involved with that travesty. Now, I want to point out a couple of things. Number one, I don't have an issue with any of these statements. I don't agree with them in their entirety, but I don't have an issue with them because this is someone from 14 years ago saying, hey, I hate those movies. I don't like those movies. And I'm not going to try to convince someone Otherwise, I don't know, you don't like the movies and you don't like the movies, that's great, that's fine. Right? So I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with someone's opinion on whether or not they enjoyed a film. It does not bother me in the slightest. The one thing in this that that I disagree with in in so much of a way that I'm going to comment on it is the second second point of the first tweet that he makes, where he says, not only that, but the reveal of Joker as the killer of Bruce Wayne's parents spits in the face of Batman's origins and is the nullification of the bottomless thirst for vengeance that necessarily drives Batman. I, listen, the comic books... We've talked about this. Films, comic book films are just another take on another adaptation, another version of a story of comic book characters, something that the comics do over and over and over and over, especially in one one-shot standoff like they create their own little, you know, in a different universe of DC then yeah. And and, and and they do something fun with it. This to me, and I've heard other people sort of make this comment as well. This to me, ju- that one line just makes James Gunn sound like one of those irritating comic book purists that has to have it exactly the way that it appeared on the page, even though it's been done several different times on the page, right? It, you cannot, tell like uh, to this day, you don't have a ground to stand on if you're going to make an argument about, well, that's not the accurate Joker origin from the comics. Well, which one? Which which Joker origin from the comics? Because the truth is that after 75, almost 80 years now, we don't know the origin of Joker for sure. We have the killing joke, the red, whole Red Hood thing, which, that's one take on it. And that's all it is, is one take on it. And so I... Uh, I don't have a problem with these comments. They're old comments. I think it's a little strange to say that, it, that planet of the apes is genius in comparison. I think <laughs> yeah, that's a I little far fetched.
1: That, I think that's a bit of a shot, right? Yeah. I think it's that a little one, bit of, that, yeah, that it's, yeah, it's meant to be uh this is, this is the severity in which I think people over, uh, yeah, uh, they put this film on a piece. He's, he's essentially saying people put this on us, film on a pedestal and it really belongs down here with this other film
0: sure so i I, at the end of the day i don't have an issue with this this is someone who who has a different taste in films than i do and Mm -hmm. and didn't enjoy those those iterations of batman um i think the the argument about the whole bruce wayne's parents being killed by by jack napier who turns out to be the joker i thought that was a really fun and creative and inventive twist Hmm. um so i had no issues with that maybe other people did i'm sure other people did carl you hear all this i know you're a fan of the michael keaton batman just like i am probably not as big as i am because i Mm, worship at the altar of of michael keaton's batman um but you hear these thoughts um it, it, should people be getting as freaked out on the internet as they are right now about this? And and what do you think is the comment? What do you think of the comments overall?
1: Well, I'm actually, I'm a little surprised. Cause I, I thought you, the thing that you would, when you said the second point, I thought you were going to go to the soundtrack because the soundtrack is,
0: is well, iconic. yeah, I guess that's the second main point. Yeah, which and I also like, I think that he's out to lunch, right? With yeah. that, I could I, I could agree entirely. With, like
1: I could see his point of view on a lot of these things, but the soundtrack I can't. Like the soundtrack no, it's so is so iconic,
0: is great. So much so that um, the animated series then took it and yeah. and yeah. said, "Hey, we're going to use this too."
1: I I feel like you're you're misread like. You're, 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 you're misreading his Joker bit though. Oh yeah. So like, I don't think he's got an issue with necessarily like Joker killing his parents, but the whole point of like Batman being the dark, I am vengeance. I am the night, you know, like the whole point of vengeance is like, once you've taken, once you've avenged something, you've got nothing left to fight for. Right, so he's he's essentially saying because I, I think what he's saying here is because they killed Joker at the end, that now Batman's bottomless thirst for vengeance that is necessary for him to be Batman is now like it's what what's driving him now.
0: Right. Right. Wh- you, which you, I would also disagree you've with because I knee capped uh, him.
1: I think that's where yeah, he's yeah. But
0: with I, I I would also. I would also disagree with with that point. Like maybe that's what he's saying. Um but I would I would then argue him on that and say that you know, understanding Tim Burton's knack for delving into the psychology of characters and and how Michael Keaton didn't want to continue past the second one because It seemed like Joel Schumacher was not going to, like Michael Keaton wanted to dive more into the darker psychology of it. Sure, Batman became Batman because of the death of his parents, and sure, that was at the hand of of Joker. However, an argument could be made that in the first Batman, Batman tries to save Joker, and Joker kills himself. Joker's the one that that you know like it, it, it it's still not if you had a lust for feeling like you had um taken matters into your own hands, that was still taken away from Bruce in the end and and so sure now which could just thrust him into an even darker place where now he can never get that vengeance. <laughs> right. You know. So, yeah. anyways, either I, way,
1: yeah. But uh yeah, I, 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 I actually do agree with a lot of his points, which is why I don't think Tim Burton's Batman is better than some of the other ones. I mean, honestly, let's let's just be honest here. Will Arnett's Lego Batman is the oh my gosh Batman. He, <laughs>
0: let's he let's is be Batman. honest,
1: shall we? First time. Uh, first time. Like. He did it first time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I The only other thing on here t- to me that I looked at and I was like, well, this is, what are you even talking about? Is the whole that he couldn't move his neck. And that wasn't a creative decision. That was, it was 1989. And like, if you watch the behind well, the scenes and whatever, it was like, that was the limitation of the costuming technology that they had. They were going for a look and there was no way with the materials that they knew how to work with. To, I, to get him to like be able like to turn his it, head,
1: choice like, they they probably could have found. Like we're talking about a time in which, like ILM is, is kicking around doing kind, all kinds of cool, crazy stuff for Star Wars and a bunch of other uh, universes at this point. Did they work on Batman? I don't know. I
0: doubt it. I don't, it. I don't
1: think so. But it, like they like, <laughs> you can't tell me that if they took some time and thought they couldn't have figured something out. Right, like, yeah. So, I think that's that. That's a a a weak argument. It's still an argument. Yeah, I think it's a weak argument because the the cast, the the costuming department, could have spent more time and come up with something. I'm sure. Sure.
0: Either Um, way, I think that the whole the fact that this is fueling the whole fire James Gunn thing is just ridiculous. I also.
1: yeah, my, my only other kind of counterpoint with B, I don't think he mixed up on the Keaton voice thing because Keaton did put on a voice and he could have the opinion that Keaton's voice was ridiculous.
0: Sure, but it just seemed like in the structure like, of his <laughs> argument, it seems yeah, like he does he's mention, arguing Batman he does against mention, Batman. Yeah, Man.
1: Christopher Nolan's later. So yeah. but, uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman's voice was definitely <laughs> far more Which, ridiculous. He, he, yeah. I don't think he, he missed, missed, uh typo. He had okay. a typo there, though.
0: All right, moving on. Teaser trailer has dropped for the new movie Ferrari. The new Adam Driver movie Ferrari, in mm-hmm. which Adam Driver is damn near unrecognizable. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, It took me a second watching the trailer to go, oh, holy crap, that's Adam me Driver. Me too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then even he doesn't, there's not much talking in this trailer, but right at the end, you hear a little bit, and I'm like, oh, that's not the that's not the voice of Adam Driver that I'm used to. Like he's he's disguising his voice pretty pretty well here. It's a short trailer, it's a minute and a half, and it really doesn't give you much. <laughs> like there's no t- it, the whole trailer just kind of feels like look look at the type of shots that were that we're putting in this movie. Look yeah. at the look at the cars. There's look gonna be good cool cars race look.
1: cars and there's gonna yeah. be family drama.
0: <laughs> I do think, look, this has the potential. I think this is gonna be one of those best picture runners, though. Like just based on based on the look, this is gonna be one of those Oscar bait kinda you're gonna see this film pop up in a lot of nominations. If it turns out not to be garbage. Is it we've seen that before. We've seen times where it's like, oh look, this is a big serious, like, cinematic and actors actor movie type thing, and then it just turns out to be like, what happened? Like, who dropped the ball here? Because this mm. is garbage. Um, Gucci was one of those. Everyone thought Gucci was going to be amazing, and it had all the right feels and tones and the cast and everything. And Gucci still got some nominations, but it, it did not clean up the way that people... Kind of expected it to, Um, Carl. You saw the trailer for Ferrari. What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm not overly interested in to begin with. (laughs) I'm not sure.
1: Like, I'm not a big car guy. I know a little bit, very little about the kind of Ferrari story. Not enough to even like. I've heard about it. I don't even remember it. (laughs) Right. But, uh, like, so it's, I I, from what I vaguely remember, I, it is, it's sounds like there's some kind of conflict between him and another automaker that they split. Ford. Or something.
0: Well, and that's the thing. We just got so, Ford v. Ferrari not that long ago. Right. And I'm like, oh, so that's is, right. this, yeah. is this, is so, this just going to be a rehash of a lot of the same plot points? Yeah. Or is it going to take place later on
1: down the timeline? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, either way, uh, I mean, it's Adam Driver. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I haven't seen anything of his that I didn't I w- I shouldn't put it that way because I don't like the sequel 65 trilogy. Oh, I okay. haven't seen him in a role I didn't like him in I' didn't right. like it where I didn't like his acting like he's he's an astounding actor in my opinion so yes I'm uh yeah I'm sure he'll knock it out of the park mm-hmm. and whatever comes of it will come of it. I probably won't see the film though. No. It doesn't interest me in the least. Not at
0: least until maybe it pops up on Netflix and one night you're like, yeah, everyone's been buzzing about this and you know, let's check it out. Cool. All right. Moving on to our final topic and a topic that I would guess, I would guess upon having sent you the show notes and you sort of skimmed through them, that this is the one that you went, Oh buddy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hellboy. Yeah, Hellboy. A movie that I would say is kind of probably uh, which one like are you the, talking about? The Ron Perlman. You're just saying Hellboy. Just
1: saying Hellboy. You got a
0: well. I mean, the David Harbor one doesn't exist. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was not good. It I was definitely not. I think
1: the Ron Perlman one with Ron Perlman's were better. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I don't think. That uh those ones were horrible,
0: no um, so hellboy, the Ron Perlman hellboy, I would say, and some people would get angry and argue and go, yeah, no, this is it's not it's not what it is, um, and that's fine, you'd be wrong, uh, it's a cult classic, yeah, for sure. It's a cult classic because let's let's look at the numbers here. <laughs> Worldwide, the first Hellboy made ninety ninety ninety-nine million dollars.
1: <throat> yeah.
0: The second one, the Golden Army, made $168 million. So not quite double, but but more. But they're not great numbers. Yeah. They're not amazing that, numbers. I think
1: I think part of the problem this this franchise struggles in general is just because Hellboy is such a odd and and yeah I'm um, pretty much unknown character like mm-hmm. it's from an indie comic ser- uh, yep. company right like uh, everybody knows Superman everybody knows Captain America and Iron Man even before the films because those are from like the big two comic companies the big two that battle it out year after year but in the comic book world there are many in smaller and, and and independent comic book companies and hellboy is comes from one of those
0: so anyways so we had hellboy we had hellboy 2 several years ago 3 years 4 years ago david harbor took on the role of hellboy for a hellboy reboot which on on paper Sounds like a great idea. I saw that and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, you know what? It's time for a new Hellboy. Ron Perlman was kind of getting on in years, and so maybe it didn't make sense for him to return. And and David Harbour with Stranger Things and all the stuff that he was starting to pop up in, he was one of the new hot things. And I was like, he's a kind of bigger guy. He's sort of already got a little bit like the build, a little bit. I'm like, I could see this. I think this is. I can see him doing the voice. Like, this is a great idea. I'm all for this. And it didn't turn out the way that most people, I think, were hoping it was going to turn out, which I don't think is David Harper's fault. I think he was good in it. I just think it was poor writing. It was a bad story. And and, it just wasn't good. Ron Perlman, though, the OG, the OG Hellboy, was recently asked, Hey. What about, what about Hellboy 3? (laughs) Please, for the love of God, what about Hellboy 3? (laughs) (laughs) And Ron Perlman said, if they were to make the third movie of the trilogy, I would love to do that. Yeah. It was meant to be three movies. So I would go back and do it if we could finish the trilogy. But those are the only circumstances, he says. And they kind of push him a little bit further. And he says, am I eager to do Hellboy 3? No, I'm 71 effing years old. <laughs> well, we <laughs> owe this to the fans, and we should give it to them because it would be an epic conclusion. So, Guillermo, if you're reading, I'm not done pounding you to get this effing thing done. So, not only, because the first quote kind of makes it seem like, you know, people say, hey, would you, if they did it, would you want to do it, right? And you see that a lot of people go, well, yeah, I mean, if they're doing if they call, then yeah, sure, I like I could be up for that, sure. Yeah, yeah, if they're doing it, I'll do it. Sure. The second quote here kind of makes it seem a little bit more like Berlman is gunning for this. He wants he wants this to happen. He feels like it needs to happen. Right? He goes on, he says, what happens with the character in the franchise on the periphery of any of that is none of my business. I prefer just to dwell in the feeling that I continue to have to have having played him and having played him for one of the greatest directors. It was, I was very happy with the version that Guillermo and I involved ourselves with. I thought we killed it. We knocked it out of the park. And most fans of the Hellboy franchise would agree. A little bit less so for the second one. I think most people feel like the Golden Army is not as good as the first one.
1: Yeah, I'd be in that camp.
0: But, Carl, what are your thoughts on the potential of Ron Perlman returning in a Guillermo del Toro directed Hellboy third film to finish off the franchise?
1: Well, it's not going to (laughs) happen. <laughs> there are there are some rumors floating around that there actually are working on a new hellboy uh i think it's i think it's it might be like what do they call it a ghost title like the title right. they give a project before they production title, title. Production blue title. harvest uh yeah so they're they're calling it uh crooked man which i i'm i've never read any actual um like uh, hellboy comics right so i I'm really only a fan of the the films. But <clears throat> Crooked Man is a, is a title of a Sherlock Holmes story, which yeah. I am a big fan of Sherlock Holmes. Um, so I don't know if they're taking that from that, if there's something going on there, uh, or if there is a actual comic book reference to the Hellboy comics with Crooked Man. Anyway, I think that was kind of a neat thing when I seen that. But there is – like there's no chance in hell this is happening because no, essentially so? what per, essentially what Ron Perlman has said is the stars have to align. Yeah. I have to be asked to play, like if I'm going to play this character, Guillermo del Toro has to direct. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, and and then that being said, how many movie franchises do you know that have had more than one film that have been left in a cliffhanger in this, it's last film so that there like, there is a potential another film coming. Do you know of that have gone on to essentially reboot the franchise and then gone back and finished the other one?
0: Ghostbusters.
1: Oh, Hey man. Yeah, you're right. There is one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> so
1: there's one, there's one, we've got one, one, one in one in the books that we can think of. <laughs> so there so there is some hope. <laughs> kind However of Willy Wonka,
0: k- kind of kind of Willy Wonka if you consider that the new Wonka is a prequel specifically to the Gene Wilder one.
1: Uh I don't know if I'd call a prequel. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't say that that stars align
0: the same way. It doesn't line. qualify. No. No,
1: because it's not you don't have the same Cast, kind of cast, yeah, yeah. This, this is kind of, yeah. And th- then I guess, like, how how s- foot in the, stuck in the mud is. Uh, that's a good point too. How stuck in the mud is Ron Perlman about the casting, right? Right. Do, do, do the entire cast have to return to right. reprise their roles? Um, right. So, yeah, I don't. Which, I, I don't which think you would never get yeah it'd be it'd be damn difficult to this far out yeah so i think you i think there's like slim to nil chance this will ever happen like that's sad uh, i would have loved to seen a third one and see the story wrap up but yeah i don't think it'll ever happen especially since this hellboy crooked man is in development
0: yeah with um uh, I can't remember his name now, but yeah, they, they're with a different Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the news. First time in a month for you. That's it. Been a while. You did it. You did it. You little, yeah. You feeling, you felt rusty. Did you feel rusty? Uh, you didn't seem rusty. Beginning. Maybe at the beginning. You didn't seem rusty. No, no. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all listed below. We have a Patreon page. You can support the show that way. It's a, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah. And merch. Yeah, I, I didn't wear Speedos over my vacation,
1: so there won't be any on that page. Wow. Merch page. Wow. Next summer, unfortunately.
0: Had, have you ever heard the term team player?
1: Well, I, I, I honestly didn't look. I was expecting you to send me some, but that didn't happen. So,
0: if I had, would you? If I sent you a speedo, I would have. If a speedo, I would have wore a speedo. Yeah. If you
1: send me a speedo, I'll wear it.
0: I feel like I would have. Like I'm just anticipating an angry Facebook message from your wife, being <laughs> like, "What have you done?" You said you sent me.
1: A, a speedo with a Movie Man logo on it, and I'll sport it for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then our listenership will drop to zero. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> well, that's great. Well,
1: what are you talking about? That'll be that'll be December's uh, picture for our 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 calendar next year.
0: <laughs> for, yeah, yeah. You're doing a Movie Man calendar, <laughs> <laughs> Six, sexy Movie men calendar. <laughs> yeah, this is this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the this is Carl's image for September. Uh so yeah. <laughs>